Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi all, thanks for joining me. Today's show that I have lined up for you is related to what plants have to offer in the way of keeping us healthy. Well, maybe I should say, for this show, one plant. To me, there is nothing better than to enjoy our food and drink and have a good time. But sometimes, no matter how hard we try, our bodies become sick and when that happens, we need to seek out some help. For myself, I have relied mostly on natural things to keep me healthy, even in dire times occasionally. But in saying that, I have had a few great doctors that helped me immensely too, and still have a great man to talk to from time to time today. Without them, I probably wouldn't be here today. To me, there is no such thing as bad advice, as even the bad, if looked at closely, usually has some good good part hidden away. What I do is I listen, and if I feel something isn't right, I put it aside for the time being and go with what I do feel is right. But at the same time in doing so, I have realized that the parts that might not be of help to my problem right there and then have from time to time helped with other issues down the road a ways. Which brings me up to the plant I want to talk to you about today. I hope you enjoy mullen one of the super plants that grows pretty well around us all. You know, over the years I have used many herbs, leaves of wild plants, roots, and barks for healing and maintaining good health. So many, in fact, that my wife and I even put together a book called Nature's Gateway to Health. I have been told by some that it's a book that can entertain the mind for hours of those that love nature and the goodness it holds. I suspect that to be true in part. Some of this story, though, comes from an experience I had dealing with bronchitis. It all started with me catching a cold one winter, and after dealing with it for a week or so, it turned into bronchitis. I then got a cough so darn bad that it tore the muscles from my rib cage. There was just no way I could stop that coughing. For days on end, the cough persisted, and the pain got to where I thought I was on my last legs, and I sincerely mean that. Then, trying to take my mind off of things one afternoon, I got looking through some notes that my old native friend, Grey Wolf, left me. He dabbled in natural medicines along with other things. While browsing through his notes, I came upon an instance where he treated a woman with a cough like mine using mullen, which is a wild plant which grows, grows well throughout the north here. In his notes, he recommended harvesting the young leaves early in June or in the fall. Surprisingly, it came to me that while mowing the year before, I came upon a few mullen plants growing on the rocks out behind the house. For some reason, I took care as not to cut them off while mowing, letting them be. The trouble was, though, now, when I got this bronchitis, it was in the middle of winter, so there was no way I could go outside and pick some. Although, I did find out later that they do grow under the snow, so if you knew where they were and you were in need of a few leaves, I suppose a person could go dig down to where they were and pick a few. But at the time, I didn't know, so 
I looked online and found a small natural health food store not too far from where we lived. I called, and luckily they said they had some. They weren't cheap by no means, as anything these days, but at the time, being so sick, I would try anything. I made the drive into town, bought the mullen leaves, which were already dried, and brought them home. I then made a tea using one level spoonful per cup. I then strained it through a coffee filter twice, as the mullen leaves have small hairs which could cause problems with the throat when swallowed. I should mention here that filtering the tea from the leaves is very important. I use only the brown coffee filters, as some white ones have been bleached, which gives them the white color, which I don't honestly believe is very good for you. Anyways, after one cup, I felt better. The coughing eased off somewhat, and long story short, by drinking just two cups a day, one in the morning and one before going to bed, within one week I was back to my normal self. So, there you have it, how I treated my bronchitis. I'm not saying that it will work for everyone, but it sure couldn't hurt to try it if you were in dire need. Mullen tree is widely considered safe and has few side effects, but when using any plant for medicine, make the tea and rub it on your wrist and wait a few minutes. If your wrist gets somewhat red or itchy, then don't use it, as it could be a sign you're allergic to it. Also, I don't recommend you take it if you're on any other medication that your doctor has given to you. And if you are, I, I would recommend you ask him before using it. The reason for this is that as good as natural medicines are, in some instances they don't get along with man-made drugs. Best to be safe and ask questions. On another note, mullen isn't just good for bronchitis, not by a long shot. But before I get into the other medicinal values it has, I think maybe I should try and describe it to you first. I'm sure you have seen it many times while out for a walk. Common mullen plants are small the first year, usually only growing a few inches high, but the leaves can grow to around 10 inches or 25 centimeters long. The leaves actually look a lot like the tobacco plant. Then in that second year, they shoot a tall stalk up to around 6 feet or 183 centimeters if you're into that metric stuff. Their leaves the second year are all sizes, soft and furry, which are located all along the stalk itself. Then once fully developed, usually right on the top, they produce their flowers that are bright yellow and the petals look, like shi look shiny like butter. It's actually hard not to miss them as they stand out like no other plant does. If you still can't visualize them, just go online and ask Google. That might be the best anyways, as there you'll find a picture which will take all the guesswork out of it. Today, when I see them around our home here, I let them grow now, as their leaves and flowers are quite attractive and can add a nice look for your vegetable garden or your flower garden. But let's get back to some other things that Mullen is good for. First off, years ago it was sometimes called nature's toilet paper, as it was being it so soft, it was the choice of many in their time of need. I never personally tried it, so I can't rightly say it does what some say. Them small hairs the leaves produce kind of makes me back off a bit from using them. Just thinking about them makes me itch in places I never thought possible. 
A tea from the lees, anyway, can be used for a cough, whooping cough, tuberculosis, bronchitis, hoarseness, pneumonia, colds, chills, flu, swine flu, fever, allergies, tonsillitis, and a sore throat, and the list goes on and on. I should also mention here that even though the primary use of mullein is a tea made out of the fresh fresh or dried leaves to relieve congestion of the lungs, it also has a great reputation for helping those with ear problems. The part here that you use is them nice shiny yellow flowers. How I make the ointment is I take say 10 or so flowers and break free the petals. I then add them to a small jam jar and pour just enough grapeseed oil or olive oil to cover them, if that's what you like. I then set them in the sunshine for a week or so, and every so often shaking them to mix them up a bit. You can also get the same results using the dried petals. Once it has set for a spell, I then strain it through another coffee filter and put it in another clean jar. I then store it in a cool, dark place. Doing this, it should last for about three months. Some folks like to keep it longer, but myself, I discard it, and if I need more, I make more. So, now you have your oil made, what do I do with it now? Simple, really. Just put a couple drops in the ear with the problems and let it sit in there for a while. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Here again, if you have gone to your doctor and are not on and are on other medicine, don't use until you ask your doctor what they think. And remember, as good as nature is, it isn't right for everyone, as everyone's body is different. I always say do the research, ask questions with someone that knows, and then go from there. I should also mention that just because one of nature's medicines doesn't work for one ailment doesn't mean that it won't work for something else. Anyways, remember me saying I left some mullein alone on the rocks behind my house? Well, the following year they were growing leaps and bounds. And nearing the end of the summer, I picked some really nice-looking leaves along with a few of the flowers and dried them. Now if a problem should occur, I'll have a bit of help right at my fingertips. Always nice to have the natural medicine chest stocked up for winter, especially where I live up here in the north. You know, sometimes it seems nature talks to us, not in ways of voice, but in sensations that seem to give us an insight into what the future holds. Like me seeing them plants the year before and letting them grow. Why did I do that? Today, I take heed when those feelings arise, knowing that it's my body telling me to not dismiss those feelings as they could save your life. Yes, herbal and modern-day medicines do carry risks when used or taken, and some even say it is necessary to take chances to achieve anything great in life. Probably true in part, as everything you do in life has some risk attached to it. But for me... I figure if a little research is going to ease the risk some, well, then research it is. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com. 
in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Castbox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.